0: It's time to turn our attention to Beyond Bitcoin with Revix, and we're going to talk to Brett, who we've spoken to before. Hey, Brett, how are you doing, man? Nice to see you. How's it, man? You too. Thanks for having me on again. Good. All right. So, as always, um, you know, the market is in constant flux. Lots of people are talking about where you should put your money. Lots of people uh, – we spoke to Sean about this just the other day. Uh, people are nervous about when to get back in. Is it bottoming out? Um, we had a, a guy from markets.com on, on Monday talking to us about the oil price and how that's fluctuated this week. Gold, obviously. So what's your overall view at the moment and how are you feeling about the, uh, the market and the world? And, and please, can we address the dollar?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's quite an interesting question. And a lot of people, you know, are, it's on everyone's minds, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, it kind of seems to be the same old, same old. we you know inflation running wild around the world. We're seeing central banks hike aggressively to try to cut inflation down and fight this. And this is all kind of known by the markets. Um, and it's been known for quite some time. So, yeah, it's actually a bit of a, a scary time for a lot of you know people. It's an environment where you're getting squeezed on your finances from both sides, right? Right. From higher inflation and from higher rates. So naturally, people are asking this question, well, what do I do? How do I position myself next? You know, the current phase is already known by the market. So what's the kind of next phase? And to break it down, as you said, they're basically wanting to know is the bottom in and are we, is the worst kind of over, right? Yeah. (laughs) Which is what everyone wants to know. Um, And we can never obviously be 100% sure on this stuff, but I do like to kind of look at history during these times because as we know, it's quite a telling stat and it's the the age old kind of thing that, um, you know, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. And obviously this is not financial advice, but kind of based on history, I found this fascinating stat and I kind of share it with you guys and it says, that throughout history, or in the U.S. at least, mm-hmm. which is pretty much the main market, yeah. whenever the market the market basically seems to bottom within the first third of an interest rate hiking cycle. So what that's saying is from when interest rate hiking starts at a central bank to when they finish up, in that first third, the market seems to realize that the ends in sight, markets are forward-looking, and it pretty much bottoms out in the first third. So it's widely believed in South Africa, especially, or in the U.S., um, that our hiking cycle is going to end at the end of 2023. Hmm. So that currently makes it about a 22-month hiking cycle <sighs> till from when we started to the end. That's quite long, right? Yeah. But if we use this third rule, it translates to about a 7.3 months in. Odds are, based on history, a, a bottom's already been locked in. We're currently in month seven.
0: Mm-hmm. So it should be around so that's about now. pretty close, eh? Yeah. Should... That's
1: pretty close. That's saying like if markets, if history repeats, we, we, we're nearly there based on history. Right? Obviously, there's outliers and there's a whole bunch of things that could go wrong. But it's quite a cool framework to look back and say, hey, despite all this craziness, as you said, the dollar, Russia, Ukraine, the pound mm-hmm. getting smacked, all this craziness happening around the world. Well, if we take a step back and look at history, there was craziness then. Yeah. And this rule's kind of held fast.
0: All right. Well, you, um, you so mentioned, kind of you mentioned, um, uh, like you mentioned Russia, Ukraine. And obviously that could be an extenuating circumstance because w- what you're talking about is the performance of a market in an inert atmosphere, you know, in a, in a world where things are more or less stable. And one of the things that can really destabilize things at the moment is an escalation in the problem between Russia and the Ukraine and that, and that ongoing invasion of the Ukraine by Russia and, and what that will do to the stability of Europe and america and asia and everywhere so what do you think uh if 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 that continues to go badly and and it seems to me that nobody is talking about peace or no one's talking about ending this war no one's talking about de-escalation at the moment what does that do to cryptocurrency in your opinion brett so it's an interesting one i think look as you said no one's really
1: speaking about peace at the moment so i think we got to kind of think that these markets are, are pricing in a lot of this. Um, so a lot of people will be risk-off. A lot of people... Including crypto? Yeah, I think including crypto, there's some assets that, you know, crypto is kind of seen as a risk-on asset. It hasn't matured into this possible risk-off asset. There's a couple that are coming, becoming these risk-off assets, such as you get PAX-G, which is your tokenized gold token, right? That's basically buying gold. So that can be seen as a risk-off asset. Bitcoin's kind of seen it as this new digital gold that's starting to kind of play its place as a risk-off asset in this space. But cool. I mean, we've seen it across the board, right? Um, most uh, equities have been have been getting hit. And yes, Russia, Ukraine is, is kind of in this weird, like, limbo phase. Mm. But we kind of, we're hoping that, you know, markets are really forward-looking most of this is really priced and I really doubt that there's going to be a, a missile fired anytime soon uh, well, against I, the US I, at least. You know I, I, mean?
0: I certainly hope you're right. Um, while we're talking to you about that, let's just talk about PAX Gold for a second because <clears throat> gold is usually a safe haven when things are going tits up and the world economy mm-hmm. at the moment is unpredictable and whether or not you know your prediction about hitting the bottom now eventually mm-hmm. is correct or not. And you know you're not a you're not Nostradamus, so let's be clear about this. You're not giving people financial advice saying that this is absolutely the bottom. But you're saying historically this, this is the, the formula that it seems to follow. But something like gold, um, during times of, of crisis and uncertainty, and you could certainly say we're in that situation now, seem to yeah. be doing very, very well. So have you got any other products that you're launching at the moment that are in that arena? Or are there any, th- any other products that are going to take advantage of the current set of circumstances?
1: Yeah, sure. So as you said, in these kind of times, I mean, I actually watched, I mean, I read a report from Bridgewater that said, you know, what was one of the biggest hedge fund managers in the world, run by Ray Dalio. And they also did this kind of like historical look back and said, you know, in a time where uncertainty is there, if we push through to the end and we start to see interest rate cutting, where inflation might be still around, what kind of does well. And packs and Gold kind of covers all these, areas right uncertainty interest rate cutting inflation it's it's kind of your your basket and so yes we have obviously G on the platform but we also have another product called the inflation shield which is a optimized bundle that takes basically the inflation hedge of yesterday which we call gold and adds it to the inflation hedge of today which is called bitcoin and we've run it through a basically an optimized algorithm that's is kind trying to optimize for the most return versus a unit of risk you take on and what it came out with is this 75 percent gold weighting with a 25 percent Bitcoin weighting and that's basically like a safe haven bundle that says hey I don't know when the market's going to turn but when it turns I want to have a bit of crypto exposure but in that interim I want you know the safety of gold and it's become quite a popular you know bundle for times exactly like this like hey I don't know when the bottom's in but I don't want to miss that first uptick when it comes. So I want to right. sit in gold, hold 75% of gold, and then when market turns, have this kind of tail kick with Bitcoin when you're holding, holding Bitcoin in that bundle.
0: Right. Mashudu, um, anything? Do you want to ask Brett quickly when it comes to this? I'm sure that you're paying attention to um, you know various investment classes. Uh, cryptocurrency continues to be something that I'm sure you and all your entrepreneurial friends are always talking about. Something you want to throw in before I bring up the, uh, the last question for this morning? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I actually saw a stats the other day that said, um, NFT sales have dropped 95%, Ooh. um, from when they were at their highest. Um, I'd really be curious to see, to hear from you just, um, what you think, you know, the future looks like for that area. Cause a lot of people are unfortunately now calling it, you know, the scam of the century and and stuff like that. <laughs>
1: yeah um, it's a it's a good question, right i mean ninety five percent off the top is is a, is a huge <laughs> waste <down>. and, <laughs> and it's got to, it's got to kind of be said that you know when this nFT craze kind of happened, a lot of it was driven by someone just putting out an art piece um and and flooding the mm. market with these projects. I think there was like in that Solana summer, there was you know seven Solana projects coming out a day of like a hundred thousand pieces it was just flooding markets and i think people were using nfts Mm -hmm. the tech behind it just to sell art where that's not really where the power of this tech is the power of this tech is in you know the transfer of ownership uh tokenized you know housing and 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 transfer of deeds and stuff like this it's not really all based in art and i think everyone went straight to this art quick buck scenario and flooded the market and you saw basically everyone pull back and say well in a time of you know uncertainty everyone looks for use cases and utility and a lot of those were just an art piece from another person trying to make it big and no real utility attached to it i
0: call it the um, That's yeah, you, i call it the yeah. paris hilton index when paris hilton is interested in something you should get the hell out of it <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's do you what think, you see um, the only are the only NFTs with value still are the ones that actually have use cases. Right? Yeah,
0: for sure. Oh yeah. What do you think uh, the future of Web three and crypto startups is? You know, with you know the, the where the market is now, are people still as excited about you know building products and startups based off of crypto and Web three and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, I actually went to comments the other day, and people are actually more excited now because it's in these times that. You know, your Ubers and your PayPals and things came out of of times where everyone says, Hey, this is this is done. Um or, you know, in that huge crash in, in the internet bubble, a lot of your big companies, your Facebooks, your Googles, everything kind of came out of this. Yeah. And there's kind of that same feeling right now around the world is like, hey, we've got this product, let's focus on building it and building and building and building. And then when the time comes and the market turns, you are at the perfect stage to take advantage of
0: this. I agree completely. So it's I mean, phases
1: around the, board, around the world. It's, it's
0: not my opinion because who cares what I think, but a, a famous investor who's actually South African born, he's in Silicon Valley, a guy called David Sachs, he's been a major investor in some mm-hmm. incredible projects in uh, Silicon Valley and all in tech. Um, he said that actually this is the best time for those startups because they are lean and mean. There's none of that fat, gluttonous stuff going on that when there's lots of money flying around that people just become lazy and useless. And he says these companies can also afford to buy really, really good talent at a market competitive price now where, you know, when the market's Mm – when everybody's riding high, then people have to overpay for things. And in business, this is actually where you start seeing a lot of new necessity come out of the market. There's, You know, people aren't – they're not looking for luxuries. They're looking for absolute necessities. And you, and you develop products now at a, at a reasonable rate that people will use. So I think that's a very good question, Masjidu. Um, I'm glad to have you on yeah. the show today.
1: I mean, you, you see that backstop that most people in, in startups have kind of seen is you try to hire good tech or good coders. And mm. their backstop is, well, you know, I can get a job at Google for right. double the price. Yep, absolutely. Right. They're no longer hiring. So that kind of backstop falls away.
0: So let's just quickly talk about promotions because you guys have got uh, some promotion. You've always got a promotion going on and we'd like to know what those are so we can take advantage of them. Anything special happening at the moment?
1: Yeah. So we kind of got two, one running and one about to start. Uh, The first promotion that's currently running is on PAXG and it's fee-free for customers at Revex to buy. So this kind of gives you a seamless way, um, an inexpensive way to get exposure to gold and kind of protect yourself in these uncertain times and maybe position yourself for this kind of next phase of the market, right? Right. Um, and that's running till the 31st of December, actually. So it's quite a long one. And then awesome. second promotion that we will be running is we are actually launching Dogecoin on Friday. Onto
0: hmm. the platform. <laughs> You're going to give so that a gonna, go. We're going to cool. add,
1: our, we're gonna add our, first, our first meme coin to the platform, um, and that will be fee-free free for customers to buy from Friday for one week to celebrate its launch.
0: Okay. I remember Sean saying not so, not so nice things about Dogecoin a while ago. So that's an interesting development. I suppose you've got yeah. to make things available to people.
1: At, at some time, you've, you've got to realize that this this thing's been in the top 10 longer than most assets that have been on, mm-hmm. on the platform, right? And it's got a use case. I mean, it's the number one tipping cryptocurrency in the world. So All right. it's got a big okay. use case now.
0: Good stuff. So, I mean, gold, if you are looking at the markets and you're saying, oh, I need some gold, but you don't have to, you don't have to put it in your teeth or actually put it in the safe. You can, you can own it digitally. Go to find out more from Revix.com. You can also go and follow them on social media at Revix Invest, but head over there and it is the smart way to invest in crypto and all kinds of other stuff. You can sign up effortlessly today and own a diversified portfolio of the world's top cryptocurrencies. And it stays up to date with the ever-changing market. Brett, thank you so much.
1: Cool. Thanks for showing me on, guys. Good
0: stuff. There's Brett Hope Robertson from Revix.com.
1: Cliffcentral.com.